Yes. <laughs> well, 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 <laughs> well. Here we are. You just put your foot. You just put your fist up like it was like the Black Power signal. Yeah, it was like literally a bit like that, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we. I don't think we've got the same. I don't think we are anywhere near as important a social movement as that. No, but, but we're back. But we're back, bitch. We're back, BB. Um, mate, I'm really excited to be back. <laughs> we got a fucking. <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I, I was slapping my knee and everything. <laughs> <laughs> we ordered the rattling dog. Come <laughs> on, the football. Come on. <laughs> Put your horses away. We haven't been to Cheltenham. Um, Peter and whoever those people are that care about your animals, you be quiet. Wife. You be quiet now, all right? The horses are done. Do you got what was it? What was it? Temper T and uh, and what was it, what was his name? Who's Tim Westwood? Fuck Peter. Peter's a prick, man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I wonder what Temper T is doing now. Mate. Ho- hopefully listening to this pod. He's on some next hype. <laughs> next. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah, we have got the women's football on in the background. Bayern Munich versus Arsenal. Bayern Munich are 1-0 up, unfortunately. Um, playing quite well, though, Arsenal. Playing yeah. quite well. Fortunately, quite well. unfortunately, depending on which way you flip the coin. Yeah. Right. Hello. Ladies and gents. Hello. We are Hello there. <laughs> um, ladies and gents, welcome back to the Mate How Good Was podcast, where me and my friend Josh here. Say hello, Josh. Hello. Hello there. I sounded like a game show host. <laughs> Lewis, what were you going to say next? Where me and Josh talk, I, say, I always say this, it's not all things football. We talk about football new and old. We like to have a little bit of a discussion about current football, current affairs within football, things that are going on within football, football and that. And then we like to talk about older football, older footballers. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, Dave, we've got, we got quite a good one today. It could be good, could be shit. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> maybe good, sometimes <laughs> maybe shit. <laughs> we've got no idea how this is going to go. And we, uh, what I always find funny is we always do a big reveal like, ladies and gentlemen, Ooh. today we're talking about, but we put it on social media. The podcast is the name of the footballer. So like, you, you're going to know it's... You're going to know who it's about. We, I'm not going to say the name, but you know it's a goalkeeper. Yeah, no, it's a habit, though, because I was just about to say it then. I was like, no, I'm not going to say it. It's a goalkeeper, which we're a bit like, we have no idea how this is going to go. Obviously, what the fuck can you say about a goalkeeper? Saves it, kicks it, lets it in. Good job. Yeah. Job well done. Right, ladies and gents. Um, so, Josh, I think we've got a little bit of football to catch up on. Because, yeah, yeah, okay. um, you you guys might have known we switched to a little bit of a, a little bit more of a bi-weekly format. We fa- me and Josh found that actually the content was a little bit richer when we did it once every other week. Yeah, agreed. Um, and and it just gives us a little bit more time to do a little bit more research. And let's face it, <laughs> <laughs> I think let's face it, when that's not happening, is it? I think my mic's gone. Oh no no no, no you're back, back now, you're y'all. back you're back mate. I, yeah, research. I think we, yeah we do a little bit. We do our bit, don't we? Yeah, we do. And look, listen. As this show's gone on, I've been doing less and less shocking, and less. Shocking, shocking, I just, shocking. I just want to talk about football, and I just want to talk about footballers, footballers old, footballers past, footballers I like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good. Right. So, my first place to start this week is. I'm oh, gone then, Josh. I, I got a couple. I got a couple of things that I want to discuss this week. You said You said You sounded. You said that like you've got bones to pick with me. No, 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 no bones to pick. No bones. My first. Well, the first obvious point to discuss is sackings. I, kn- I know right, where this so is going. So we'll, we'll, we'll start Patrick Vieira. Oh my justified God. or not justified? Absolutely not justified. Okay, why? Mate, look, I get it. It's really tight this year for the relegation spots. I understand that. But the only games they've got left this, left this season are games of teams that are lower than them in the league. 
Yeah, I've seen. And yeah. you're going to sack a manager in March, right? Bring back a fucking 400 year old dinosaur. Respect to Woi Woi Woi. No, fuck off. No, yeah, yeah. No, no. Of course. What? You want to fucking talk about a penalty? No. Of course it was a fucking penalty. No, you're taking the piss. Fuck off. Yeah, absolutely. Look, no. I like Roy Hodgson, but if you're going to move your football club in a new direction, stick with your manager. He's a young, exciting manager. I think you don't move in a new direction by going backwards, do you? Of course not. Which I think is going to be a bit of a theme in the next question as well that I'm going to ask afterwards. But um, uh, yeah, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, I don't, I don't like it. I don't know what I liked Vieira. So did I. I liked well, for obvious reasons, but not just yeah. because he's obviously an Arsenal legend. But I think they, but that they are. I think this might be the most exciting relegation battle I can remember for for, for one because what they're what twelfth fourteenth and they're four points off the Mate, relegation zone from the relegation zone so from seventeenth all the way up to twelfth so I think there's a massive jump from like I think it's Villa yeah, Villa yeah, I, think I think it's Villa yeah um Villa, it might even be Chelsea you know no it's, it's, uh, it's yeah, no, yeah. Villa, uh, oh it might be actually I'm gonna check the table so you talk a little yeah I'm gonna double check uh, there's literally I think there's three or four points in it so anyone on that second half of the table. Could conceivably go down, which is crazy. I'm mad, isn't it? Look, I don't think Crystal Palace. Are, they've got the, their players are too good to go down. Yeah, they've agreed. got some really good, young, exciting players, and I think you know why they sacked him. And I'll tell you why they've sacked him. Oh, right. Yeah, they sacked him because he he pulls them over hot coals in the press during transfer windows and said, "If you want this club to move forward and to succeed, you need to invest in it." And they don't like that. They don't like it. They didn't like the fact that he called them out on that and said, you need yeah. to start investing. Um, they've got some great, exciting young players. but Yeah, they have. They've also got, like, there's just... It, you feel like if, like, obviously this is a... This is a... Hindsight's a wonderful thing, right? But if they bought, like, Ivan Tony when he was leaving... Um, if Ivan Tony, when he was at Brentford, first year in the Championship, and they spent they splashed twenty five million on him, they'd probably be tenth. Unbelievable probably be signing. Not, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. They are, they, it feels like they are. That I know that they, they they have a few weak midfielders and stuff. Well, their midfield's all right actually, not great, but it's all right. They've got aging players that needed to be moved, like not moved on, yeah. but can't be seen as week and week out stalwarts. Yeah. But you feel like if they're a goal scorer away from being, mate, they've got a nineteen year old in goal. They had a 90, they had a, what's his name? On jo, the weekend. Jo, Joe Tom, uh, t- I can't remember his name. Gaeta was in before, wasn't he? But yeah, and Gaeta is a good keeper, but yeah. even he's he's getting on. He's 35. Yeah, he's... So... I, I, I What 35-year-old do you know with the, with the bleach blonde haircut, other than him? He looks good, though. It does look good, but it's not... Uh, do you know, I, genuinely, without knowing his age, so I wouldn't know what his age was, I would have said he's 28, it's purely off a, his haircut. It's just questionable decisions. Like it, it, I think that's a really questionable decision. And I think, like... You stick with him to the end of the season, don't yeah. you? He's not going to get you relegated. No, he's not. And I think, uh, and I think you w- will Roy will Roy keep the job at the post end of the season. I don't think he will. I think he, I think he keeps him up and then he goes. That's yeah, what of I think. he does. Yeah, then, but but there, there's tr- well, what if it, but the thing is right is what I think is the difficult part for Palace is I don't think they're in a position where they're going to get relegated. I think they kept Patrick. They stay up. But what if Roy Hodgson wins six games out of the next ten? They're not going to win six games out of the next ten. I, I, right, uh, humour me. If they're they not win, win no, six games no, out the fully humor. Oh, fine, they win five. Okay. They finished. Let's say they finish tenth. They, that is then. Then Palace are in a position where they go. Can we really sack him? Can we re- not sack him? Because I know he's on the end yeah. of the season. But do we? Can we really afford to not? It, right. It comes back to that thing though. What? Look, you're the Crystal Palace owner, right? Let's let's be in a hypothetical situation here. What do you want to achieve at the football club? 
Premier League security and be a uh, and be a Premier League club with with a view yeah. to I just fired sorry with a view to pushing on to pushing looking towards like the Conference League obviously not in the near yeah. future but that's the goal or if not that being harnessing a level of talent where you would sell talent for a good profit or a good amount of money yeah and so how what how are you going to do that it, like you can't if if you're bringing in someone like Roy Hodgson to 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 realize that vision you're going the wrong way about it yeah agreed F- football's changed and football is ever changing and i think you know there are so many good examples at the moment in modern football of young creative managers like trying mate look at what vincent company's doing at burnley yeah he's uh, he's ignore the fact they got absolutely humped by city in 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 the fa cup but look at what they're he, doing he he will be he will be man city manager in not too long not not too well. I d- well, it depends how long Pep stays. But I think he will. Well, he I hasn't don't sign a new contract. So. I don't think he'll be the. Ne- I don't think. I think Pep will be there for a little bit longer. And I think yeah. there might be someone else afterwards. But I think if this trajectory keeps going the way it is, and we've seen these win the championship, they come up to the Premier League six months in, it doesn't work, they get sacked. We've mm. seen that with a lot of managers, and that could happen. But it wouldn't surprise me if within the next five years he was Man City manager. See, I I think he's going to be intelligent enough to not do what Lampard and Gerrard did, and that's make the big leap far too quickly. Yeah, agreed. And I think he's got one more job in between Burnley, between a big big club. I think. I think he. <coughs> I think that job he would have to. I for me, he'd have to go abroad. Yeah, I, I think, think so. the level I of. I think is if if he took let's well, say he's he managing, took, well, he managed in Belgium. Yeah, 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 and, yeah But yeah. I think if he if he took let's say the Crystal Palace job. Yeah. And it didn't go well. That could that be a good job for him, you that, know. But I, I don't, I don't, I think that ruins it for him. That ruins his, that will ruin his credentials a little bit if it didn't go. But I think if he goes and takes like Borussia Dortmund, for example, which I know is a big step yeah, up, yeah. or a Bayer Leverkusen, or something like that. Yeah. And again, he won't go there because Xabi Alonso is now their manager. Yeah. But if he took something like that and did a good job, Bottom a goodish job. Yeah, it's it's not as exposed to the to the British media. He needs to get away. If there is a stepping stone job, I feel like it'd be good if he got mm. away. Have you watched them play football this season? Burnley. Who? Burnley. I've seen them. Rec- yeah, yeah. Mate, we I, talked I, about it a couple. Yeah, weeks there. I watched forty-five minutes of it. I could not believe what I was watching. Yeah, different gravy. Isn't it they? is, mate. It. They look. They look like a really good Premier League side yeah, in the Championship. Do. Like that's what they look like. They, they don't. I don't think they. They. <clears throat> they couldn't come up and do it in the Prem. I don't think because I don't think their squad has the the players. It's, the quality's not there. Yeah, no. yeah. It, but the quality will be. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. yeah. It, if Burnley are be, if Burnley are being ambitious with what they want their club to achieve, they've got the right man for the job. But they yeah. are going to have to make sure that they are investing in the club, which is what I feel like. I just don't feel like Crystal Palace's board were ambitious enough for what Vieira wanted to do. Yeah. And I I feel like I I feel sorry for him because I think he's a really good manager. I think Ooh. the only thing the only thing that you could argue I think with Vieira as opposed to Company is because I think we I'd probably put those two in a similar scale of manager. I'd say Vieira is obviously more experienced and probably well I don't know if he's better or not better really, but they're a similar scale of manager. Yeah. Right. I think the only thing you could argue is Vieira didn't work at New York City. No. He didn't work at Nice. He had a job at Nice and that didn't go particularly well either. So he's had two top flight jobs now i thought he did all right in these i don't no i don't think they were very good i thought he started all right and then it yeah i think he yeah yeah and it seems like well the same sort of thing seems to have happened again because he started really well at palace last season they were brilliant i think if you told a palace fan at the end of last season right Vieira's going to get sacked next year i think they would have gone yes i believe you because it's football yeah but they would have been really surprised well if every palace fan that i listen to on on talk sport um 
were ag- were were against the fact that they they sacked him, and they were yeah. absolutely fuming about the fact that Roy Hodgson was potentially going to be returning. No, fuck off. Um, yeah, bit, like we said, like we've discussed, it's a bit of a backward step. But look, right. So we're in agreement. Right, Palace right to sack him. I think no. I think no. I think that's a wrong decision. I think I think I think if he had another two three games and they still lost, I think yeah. Yeah. I think that you have to because the the owners come out and said he's re- really heavy heart that he's had to make the decision. So he clearly wanted to keep him, but I think obviously not enough. I think if you want to make it work, you'll make it work. Yeah, they're twelfth yeah. in the league. They they're not. I know it's tight, but they they have got enough quality in that team to stop them from going down. Yeah, agreed. Like they, that, mate, Michael Elise, what an exciting young player. Yeah, Eberichi Eze, Eze what well, an exciting yeah. young player. Like, and but, but, the, but the issue is, is they're not productive enough. They're not productive enough, but are they? Like, I, I don't but know. Is there something in there? I think they're they're they're, they're too. They're but you can't rely on two players for productivity. productivity well, Zaha, is Zaha's the one, and he's like, like yeah. there's one for that. But, the, but he those hasn't scored in ten guys. games. Yeah, that's what I mean. They just feel like they need because they've got Odson Edwards, who was brilliant. Uh, he was brilliant up in Scotland, but he's yeah. not particularly productive. Mateta's not particularly productive. Are you Jean Philippe? Jean Philippe Mateta is shit. Jean-Philippe Mateta I wouldn't go as far as shit but I don't think he's very good Odson Edouard has not been playing he doesn't get started that's weird that it is weird it screams of a falling out yeah yeah, agreed doesn't it it screams of like like his attitude's not right Mm. right Um, next next one next (laughs) I think uh, Tottenham the last 20 years uh, you know this is the story yeah shit (laughs) he's absolutely right mate I it is. It is. As a neutral, as a non-Spurs fan, yeah, it's fucking amazing. Like, uh, but mm. there's, there's the the thing that I find so complex. There's so much to unravel in all of this. Is yeah, he has kind of called out the board, and I think everyone is gone as is saying a little bit like, I mean, he's got a point. Like he has got a point. Like the story of Tottenham over the last twenty years is winning nothing. Mourinho said the same. Poch felt the same. Yeah. Tim fucking Sherwood felt the same. Yeah. Nuno didn't have enough time to feel the same. I forgot about him. So all that is like, that is all I understand. But they're fourth. They won't. They're in, the, they they're won't in the top. They're in the top four. They won't finish top I'd, four this season. It's. I know. Newcastle have found form again. I right. But what I'm saying is, Tottenham in their board meeting beginning of the year. Yeah. What 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 position would they take? Mm. They'd snap your hand off to be fourth at this point in the year I know Newcastle have got a couple of games in ha- a game or so in hand but I really find that difficult go on if you're Tottenham if, if you're Tottenham right and you spend what you spent in the summer and you spent what you spent in previous years okay and you've got a world class manager like Antonio Conte managing your football club and you sit in your board meet and you say top four's the aim for this year well, that's where the mentality. Sh- that's where. That's why the mentality. That's why your football club achieves what it achieves. But, uh, okay, let me. Because I guarantee you now. I guarantee you now. That is not Todd Bowley's board meeting. No, and I, and I know they're in very different positions. Yeah, yeah. But that is not the board meeting. Todd Bowley will sit in his board meeting and he will sit with the board members and say, "Next year, I'll, we're going to win the. We need to win the Premier League." Okay. Right, well, let's right. Well, let's have a look at the let's have a look at the people that that let's say next year, yeah, or over the course of the last ten years, yeah, are the ones that are going to be uh, that have challenged or should be challenging, right? Yeah, I'm going to take United on. United haven't properly challenged the Premier League in ten years, nope. right? They're a sh- like, and, and we've been a shit show with signings, yeah. But 
we've spent 89 million on Pogba, 80 million on Anthony, oh, mate, 70 million on yeah. Casemiro, right? Yeah. Liverpool, who love to tell uh, tell everyone how poor they are and how oh, everyone else yeah. spends more money at FSG. Seven, they spent what? 72, 75 million on Darwin in the summer? Yeah. Thirty-seven on Gakpo as well. Yeah, right. They, 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 right, just Darwin. Seventy-five million yeah. on him. They spent seventy-five million on Van Dyke. They spent seventy-five million on a goalkeeper. Yeah, but wait, wait, wait. No, I know that is a little. Allison no, and Van no, Dyke. Yeah, no, no, no. They paid no, no, for no, no, themselves is, already. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm not. Yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. saying about the money. Let, the, my, my my point is coming in a second. Right. Chelsea want to push. Chelsea have spent six hundred million. Right. Over the course in of January. The last, in, yeah. Uh, oh no. Over the season, it's been summer. Oh January, yeah. Spent six hundred million, but they're spending eighty, ninety, hundred million on players. Yeah. Arsenal. Haven't gone and spent huge amounts of well, they spent Arsenal spend lots of money in different bits, but they have also spent they bid 85 for Mudrick, yeah. They bid uh, they spent 72 on, yeah. Uh, I know Pepe's it a little while ago, but they spent 72 a million on, yeah, right. Spurs's top transfer is 60 on Ndombele, and I know Spurs is 60 on Ndombele, yeah, 52 on La Celso, uh-huh. 60 on Richarlison, but then after that, a lot of their mm-hmm. purchases are loans with a 30 to 40 yeah. million pound view. What's it, what what, they, what do they pay for Pedro Porro? Uh, he's on loan. He's 30, on loan. 35 at the Op- end. Option to buy 35, yeah, 30, yeah. But my point is, right, Tottenham financially, from outside in, I mean, we, we never know yeah. the inside of a boardroom, right? Yeah. If, let's say, for example, I don't know, let's say there's a, let's say Luis Alistair. Yeah, me, so just oh, he's back, <laughs> eh? So just some random youngster, and I'm yeah. not going to mention wages or anything like that, but let's say Luis Alistair is come is available from Monaco. Let's say Chua, like Chouameni in the summer, right? 100 million pound player, right? Or so 80 million good. pound player, whatever. We'll get linked with Real Madrid, Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably now, probably after, the, if you go on and win the league, could get linked with Arsenal. Yeah. Wouldn't surprise me if he was linked with Liverpool, Chelsea, yeah. Man United, Man City. He's never, ever getting linked with Spurs because Spurs do not have the attraction of those other clubs that are, that are even if they're not performing as well as them, they have a bigger level of attraction that Spurs will have. So Spurs have to buy the best from the Portuguese league or they have to buy the good players in the Spanish league yeah. or they need to buy the big players that didn't work at big clubs type of players. They don't have... They don't. They can. The Mudrick, for example, would never have gone to Spurs. Jao Felix was never going to Spurs. Darwin no. Nunes was no, never no, going no, to Spurs. No, yeah. Casemiro, I know. Casemiro is never going to Spurs. Look, that's that's where I think the difference is between them. So, the, you, for them to get fourth, that means they've beaten two of the other clubs mm. that have the financial power and spending power that they don't. Well, maybe they do have, but they don't use. Right. Here's my issue with that. That was a lot to digest, sorry. Right. Here's my issue with that. I completely understand that. Right. You would say, us as a football club, Arsenal as a football club, um, I would say that we did not, and probably still to this to this day, still don't have the, ki- the kind of pool that Man United, Liverpool, Chelsea, Real Madrid, those kinds of clubs. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I'll probably, yeah, yeah, I probably okay. would. How are we then able to do what we are doing now without with because our our record trans our record transfer fee our record transfer fee is Nicholas Pepe and he was fucking dog shit right yeah. and he's gone right so what have we spent our money on prior to that you know Martin Odegaard thirty million Alexander Sinchenko thirty two million yeah. Gabriel Martinelli six million Bukayo Saka youth product yeah right so. You know, 
I understand that they probably don't have that attraction, right? Yeah. But what they have to do then is they have to do what we've done and to an extent what Liverpool did when they were in the depths of hell. Yeah. Okay. And to an extent what um what what a couple of other teams have had to do, you know, Liverpool are a good example of it actually. Spend big in really key areas. Yeah. Which is what we've had to do. So we had to go out and say, right, well, we need a right back. We need a good, or, or you know, or we need a centre back. We need a good quality centre back who's ball playing, who fits Mikel's style. Right, well, Ben White fits it. Brighton want fifty million. <laughs> right, well, you're it? getting you're getting pulled over that you, you you're like you. Of course we are, up. yeah. But but also, but how could he see yeah, that? Yeah, but how? Yeah, do you know what I mean? But and that's and Chelsea it happens with Chelsea all the time. Ben Chilwell. Oh, the, the, you know they approach Leicester. Ben Chilwell. How much you want for him? Fifty million. Well, fuck. He's obviously not worth fifty million. Yeah, yeah. You've got to pay the money, but you've also, as a football club, got to make it work. Yeah, I I think that I think that you're right. I I think that you you have a this is where, this is where like, that there's probably a level a level of similarity in a weird way with Man United and Spurs, whereas we would just get taken over the. the I don't feel that there's there hasn't been there definitely hasn't been over the course of the last seven eight years a real level of direction. Maybe Spurs maybe Spurs had a little bit at the beginning of the Poch era. Yeah. And maybe we've got a little bit now. Yeah. A li- like, there, there's an extent. I still don't think we fully know what we're doing. I think there's an extent. But, like, you look at the side that got them to the Champions League final, right? Trippier wasn't much money. Nope. Davidson Sanchez was... Well, Davidson Sanchez was smashing it at Ajax and wasn't exactly a genius move. Older Virard, older Virard had a brilliant season at Southampton. Not, a, do you know what I mean? Like those, yeah. but they also weren't massive amounts of money. No. And when they came into it, when they got to the Champions League final, thought, right, this is our time to kick on. They bought Ndombele, hasn't worked, sixty million quid. Giovanni Lo Celso hasn't worked. I don't even know where he. Villarreal at loan, fifty million quid. They bought um, someone else. <laughs> Brian Hill. <laughs> they, they brought Brian Hill. He's on yeah. loan at Sevilla, 27 million quid. 27 million quid and Eric Lamella, so that probably goes <laughs> up a little bit more. And like, and now it feels like they just kind of pluck, like Clement Longley. Like Clement Longley is probably a good, is a good football. Is, is well, I don't. Yeah, know. yeah. When no, I've he's seen, okay. He's, when fine, I've he's seen okay. Him, yeah. But he's Emerson no, Royale. No one else wanted Clement Longley. No. Emerson Royale, Barcelona bought for six million, then sold him for thirty. My problem with it is this, and this is this is the thing, right? Antonio. Look, he you can't come out to the press and talk about the talk that way about your football club. As much as as much as as much as we love it. As much yeah, as yeah. we love and also yeah. as much as I actually think why can't yeah. you? You yeah. can. You can't. You can't come yeah. out and talk that way about but what Tottenham will be really annoyed with and what Tottenham fans, whether they say it or not, will be really annoyed with is they'll sit down and go, He's absolutely spot on. Yeah. And the whole mentality from the club, from top to bottom, and Daniel Levy has installed this mentality. Everyone says, oh, Daniel Levy's a really shrewd operator. He doesn't sell players that do this and do that. He's like, oh, yeah. Oh, Man City came in for 120 million for Harry Kane and he wanted 150, so he just didn't sell him. Fucking brilliant. Where's it got you? Yeah. Like, and the whole, th- th- this, like, the attitude of the football club is basically like, oh, we'll keep, we'll keep what we want, we'll keep what we want, and we'll do this, and it will be really good, and we'll do this. But uh, what are you actually doing with that? And actually, yeah. that model only works if you're going to have a mentality from top to bottom that basically says we're going to start to go out and we're going to start to be real contenders for stuff. And, right. if the, and if it does, and if it, and that's, a, it's, it's not a flash in the pan, but it's not something that's particularly long term. Like it's a culture. Like like you were saying about those those big like Chelsea. Chelsea will be back. 
Like let's like let's hope right. Chelsea will be Chelsea right. will be challenging for the title Chelsea, next season. Yeah, Mark th- my words. Th- th- uh, let's let's they'll right. Let, let, but they will be challenging. over the, over the course of the next two, over the course of the next two three years. They will be in and around it. Right. Yeah. 100%. Chelsea will be back. If Arsenal don't win it, if Arsenal don't win it this year, could you see a simple, like Poch, right? Poch had that that season where they got yeah. to the Champions League and he had that season where they come second. He had two seasons and they didn't build on it and it didn't work and all they've done is regress. They're not the they're not the norms. The norms are because of the amount of money they spent, because of the build, quality of build, player yeah. they got. Man City are going to be up there. Liverpool are going to be up there. Like, do you know what I mean? They're the they're the yeah. two at the moment really to be shot at. Obviously, Liverpool not right now, but over the course of the last five years, Liverpool's the next season will be the most interesting one. I think they're they're gonna. I think they'll actually spend. I think they're gonna have to. I, th- I just I just don't think um I d- I don't think they've got I don't think they've got the legs for what Jurgen Klopp wants his team to do. Do you want to know? I saw a mad statistic. Sorry, because I know we're talking so much. I saw a mad statistic earlier that Chelsea have won. Chelsea have won as much under Chelsea have won. Sorry, since Klopp has been manager of Liverpool, Chelsea yeah. have won as much and the Europa League. Yeah, and you would never no. look at Chelsea and go that since Klopp, Chelsea have had a better period ever, would you? Yeah, but at well, the same time, do you know what this season stinks of as well? What it stinks of Chelsea winning the Champions League? <laughs> they can, mate. It stinks of it. I can't. I, mark I my can't words. See it. Mark my words. Now they're going to go deep into that competition. I can't see it. I, I just promise. Can't, you, I, I promise you, they're going to go I deep. See it. I I think they're going to beat them. I honestly, honestly do. And the only reason I say that is, um, the season they won it, twenty twenty one. Yeah, they came like they were dog shit, wouldn't they? I was, I was sat with, um, I was sat with, sat with a missus who's not, a, do, not dog shit, but no, not. no. I was sat with the missus in the park, who's a massive Chelsea fan, and I sat with one of my mates, and um, she, she said, I think they got to, they just scraped the quarterfinals. She yeah. said, we're going to win the Champions League. I fucking pissed myself. Yeah. I was like, are you actually serious? You think you're going to win the Champions? And literally, they went on to win it. They, they stink of that. Yeah. I, uh, this, this, this season, this season stinks of them winning the Champions League. And I hope not. I'll just say, by the way, mate, that Endo Enzo Fernandez is a player. Yeah, mate, he's so good. I know that it was a two-all draw, but did you yeah. see him against Everton? He was unbelievable. Ju- yeah, they're, they're they're weird. This there's something something feels weird about them this season as well. But I don't know. Anyway, right. My my next question is: Who does Spurs get? Who now goes? Ryan Mason till the end of the season is. They had to do it because they had to get rid yep. of Conte. Couldn't stay, but. But like that's that feels like that should be their top four credentials gone. I've got nothing against Ryan Mason at all, but you're in a pretty. I mean, how old's Ryan Mason? Thirty-three. Yeah, yeah. You're in a tight battle with. Do you know he's at Swindon? Was he? He's got a hat trick at Swindon as well. Oh, quality. Um, who like? Surely that's their top four gone. Surely Newcastle when they saw Conte's when they when Newcastle saw the result and Conte's press conference were probably thinking, "Geez, they've had three wins on the bounce as well." Yeah. Liber- oh, mate. Isaac. Li- mate, he's a good player, he isn't he? He looks very he's good. He's very, very good. Um, also, Liverpool now sniffing around it. It wouldn't surprise me if Liverpool came forward. No, well, they, they've got... The thing is with Liverpool, the annoying thing about them is they've got it in the locker to just go and win six games on the trot. But, yeah, and you'd think that after... Obviously, we haven't spoken since the 7-0, which I obviously don't want to talk too much about. Yeah. But, the like, you'd think that that would have been, like, the catalyst of catalysts. Was it? Lost to Bournemouth 1-0, wasn't it? Yeah. Mad, yeah, that's it? mad. I think I Tottenham want Deserby, didn't he? But but Deserby does oh, doesn't Deserby doesn't want, won't go there. No, he, well, he's already said I don't want any like a map here at Bournemouth. Yeah, I, and he's I, only it's been at Bournemouth five minutes. Uh, Brighton, uh, Brighton. Sorry, Brighton. I I also yeah. think as well, who, like you, the caliber of manager that they can attract. I heard someone say Tuchel the other day. 
Tuchel wouldn't go to Spurs, would he? I think Poch will go back, but Tuchel's not going there, surely. Mate, I think I think if 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 Tuchel had a problem with with um with, with obviously, but well, I I don't think that was a a, a tactical problem. That I think there was a, a couple no, of personal they issues. Out. They fell out. Yeah, do you know why they fell out? Why? Well, obviously, oh, about the striker, wasn't it? He wanted someone else no, to run the car. No, 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 that? no. Um. Tuchel uh, obviously went through a divorce with his wife while he was at Chelsea, yeah. and, and apparently he he was um, he was to like functions and things like that. He was like just bringing loads of different women to these functions. No chance. Yeah, yeah. And no and Todd Bowley was like, "Look, it's, it's fucking inappropriate. You can't do that." We go on. Ooh. Oh, she's hit the post. And um, yeah, they had a massive bust up about it, and apparently that's when th- they just said, "Look, wow. this, this is that's work. true, that is absolutely apparently like, I don't know, yeah, but yeah. but yeah, I, I mean." <laughs> I don't think Tuchel would want to go. He's a winner. He, yeah. he does. He doesn't want to go there. Um, I think. Like, who are you going to get? The only everyone says Poch, Poch, but again, it's like the Roy Hodgson thing, isn't back. it? I think. Po- I think they'll get Poch. I think Poch will go back. I think they're only top. I think he's the only top bracket manager that would go back there. Oh fuck it! Why don't we sign Moussa Dembele again as well then? <laughs> Mate, Al Gibbsy, he was oh, um, He's retired now. Yeah. Right. I've got a couple of random questions before we go into the next Random part. question time. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what the fuck was that? That's on my pen. <laughs> oh, that's on my pen. <laughs> oh, that's on my pen. <laughs> right. So I was just having this thought the other day, just because obviously part of what we do is just chat shit. Not chat shit, but chat random, like, Sorry, yeah, we don't want to be like, we're the kooky random dude brothers. We're but not. Just talk yeah. about like random bit things to do football, right? Here's my question for you. Go on then. Go on. Who's a bigger flop? Ravel Morrison or Deli Ali? Both really upset. Like, well, both upset me that they didn't work. It really upsets me to see where Ali is at the moment. From from not being a, like the only reason I'd say this, I'll say Ravel Morrison. The only reason I say this is because every time Alex Ferguson talks about him, he speaks so passionately about how good he was as a player. Like he he was the way Alex Ferguson talks about him, and you see a couple of interviews. Alex Ferguson is just like. You'll never understand the talent he that guy possessed, or how good he could have been at football. I think he's just been released from DC United as well. Yeah, like well, just, they like, fell out there. Didn't how they? does yeah. that happen? And but also, Alex Ferguson said when Mourinho said when he took the job at Man United, the first thing Ferguson said was go and buy Deli Ali. That's what he said to him. Yeah, he said go buy Deli Ali. Obviously, didn't because yeah. it would have been too much money at that point. But it re- what what has happened? Like. <laughs> More so with, I mean, Ravel, Mor- Ravel Morrison. I mean, I, I, I think calling them both biggest flops is harsh, but they're clearly so talented. What's happened with Deli Ali? I think the argument that oh, we got a big contract and money, money. I think that's such a weak argument. I think it's such a basic argument. You don't go, and I'll say, and it pains me to say, obviously, uh, as an Arsenal fan, he was in the top three best midfielders in the Premier League when he was in his pomp. He, mate, he mate, was like... He was so good. He was like the most highly rated youngster in the world. He was linked with Real Madrid. He uh, he was like... I know it's not a massive indicator, but he was the he was one of the cover stars for FIFA. Do you know what I mean? Like, mate. that's now Mbappe, and it's been Ronaldo and Messi and Rooney and Ronaldinho. He was a, like... Do you know what I mean? He was... And he was on that level. Like, not, obviously not on that... Like, not on like Mbappe's yeah. level. But he... Him, him, and Harry Kane were two of the. That's that season yeah, that was, they got to the Champions League. It was him, Kane, um, wasn't it really. It was the season where uh, Tottenham had the seatbelt on the strip. The Under Armour last yeah. season at White Hart Lane. It was. He was so good. Um, look, 
what I just what I, happens to a player? I don't, mate. I think he's got a couple of personal issues. Got to be in it. To be honest, I, d- I don't think I don't think all all is well within his life. And people might say, how can a million pound football player have personal issues? You don't understand what goes through people yeah, in people's lives. But he, I also think as well, there was a point end of last summer transfer window where he nearly went to PSG on loan, and I think, God, I wish he did, because I think because I think he would have done something in that league. Yeah, I but think in that league he would have worked. That interview, that you remember that uh, part in the All or Nothing Tottenham series where um, where Mourinho's like having a word with him about how short his career is. Yeah, and yeah, and he's sad, and, and he's saying he's saying, look, you know, you it's all in your hands, and you can you can be really 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 good, but ultimately it can only be you. And unfortunately, yeah. he didn't heed his advice. So from All or Nothing, you can kind of get the sense that actually, you know. Is it an attitude problem? Is it as simple as an attitude problem? I don't know. know. Um, My second random question is... Because I was listening to a, I was listening to another podcast about top ten Premier League all time strikers. Oh, I think right? I know what you're going to. I'm not going to. No, I'm not going to go too much with their list. Right? But also, Drogba came second, which is just Drogba's Drogba is a top ten Premier League striker, but second. Second, he's not. Yeah, he's um, not. My other question is: Is Robin van Persie underrated? It was my thought after listening to all of it. No, he's not underrated. How much? Would, how much would Robin van Persie be worth now if he was twenty seven? If he was twenty seven, would Robin Ver- would, would I think would Robin van Persie at twenty seven be one of the top ten strikers in the world now? Yeah, yeah, probably. Would, is he one of the top ten Premier League all time strikers? Debatable. The answer is probably no. Yeah, but if you look at all the people that you've got to get in on that list, Th- that's my. How much would he be worth now, Van Persie? <laughs> now, twenty seven. Yeah. How many years has he got on his contract? Where are he's coming from? Three. Three years left on his contract, and he can come from Man United. Let's say he joined Man United at twenty seven. Well, he's better than Lukaku, so 95 million. Yeah, it's just mad, than it? 96, 100 million, yeah. I reckon he's 120, 130, yeah. honestly. Mate, I, I think... How many players have you got to get in on that list, though? That's yeah. the thing. So, like, let's let's look at it, really. First of all, you got you. So you've got to get... You've got to get Henri, Shearer... Th- they, they're there. I, think, like, the, I yeah. think the non-negotiables are Henri, Shearer, Shearer Rooney, Rooney, Drogba. Drogba. I think Drogba's a non-negotiable. Mate, for Aguero. Me, Aguero, I think those five are non-negotiables, and then you've got to start talking about right. Then you've just got to start talking because I don't want to. Let's not. T- well, let's talk about it a bit, but not too much. Yeah. I don't want to copy another podcast. No, but then you've got. To, then you've got to start talking about Suarez, Torres, yeah, yeah, Tevez, Berbatov, yeah. Like you've got to start talking about some yeah, of those, and boys. that's not even thinking about Burkamp, Dwight and Cole, Dwight Cole, Ian Wright, Van Teddy Nistelroy. Sheringham, Van Nistelrooy, yeah. And we and we we'll have missed lo- like we will have missed loads already. Like, and, that's, that's, and that's just that's picking them out of thin That's air. just like yeah, that's sixteen names who come out. Like of when you sit down and th- when you sit down and think about the quality of sh- like strikers, particularly yeah. in the Premier League. Oh my god! Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? That, ha- that well, Harland, well, ha- Harland, 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 well, fi- obviously isn't now. Too early for him, but yeah, he'll finish top ten though. Did you say to someone say Aguero? Did someone say yeah, Aguero? I said Aguero? Yeah, Agu- like <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Salah, if you considered him a striker, well, he's Do a winger, I listened right? right? Yeah, because they they were including wingers. They were including wingers in it in their forwards. Yeah. Mate, Sadio Mane scored 111 Premier League goals. That yeah, is he's a 100 jo- club. Yeah, yeah. That is a joke. How? What? That is a yeah. joke, mate. It's mad. He was, mate. He was criminally underrated. Yeah, you're talking. You're talking about some seriously. You're talking about some seriously elite company, and 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 you really have to think about. Look, Van Persie was great. I'd say in his career, injuries hindered him a lot. 
He had two really amazing seasons, and then he and then three because he was amazing for us that first season. Yeah, I remember Ferdinand. Ferdinand said, Ferdinand said that Fergie said when Van Persie was there, your job is to get the ball to Robin. That yeah, is everyone's job, and he'll win you the league. Everyone's yeah, yeah. job is get the ball to Robin. He'll win you the league. Yeah, and what do you do? Money in the league, exactly. And I understood. I, I didn't. I didn't hold it against Robin Van Persie for uh, leaving. I understood. He knew where the yeah. direction the club was going. Right, thirty-five minutes. Joshie! Hello there! <laughs> 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 oh, I might be dead to burp. Oh. Oh. Wait, Alex, is Alex Ferguson calling? Hello? Is that Josh? <laughs> Did he just put down the fire? <laughs> Again? Is that a burp? Is that a fucking burp? Oh no, I'm tangled up in the wires. Right, Josh. Serious discussion time now. Okay. Josh, would you like to tell the people at home, the footballer, if you can call him that, we, we are, are going to be talking about today in today's podcast. Wir sprechen. Oh. Wir sprechen de Torwart du Bayern München. I don't know if that's actually correct German, but I know Torwart is goalkeeper. Oliver. Rolf. Rolf, indeed. Kahn. Oliver Kahn. Oliver can't? No. No, he can. He can't. Ha ha. He can't. Mit gut se- with salat. <laughs> <laughs> Very good with salad. <laughs> so I don't know how to say. <laughs> mein Pferd is stark. <laughs> mein Pferd is stark. I think is my horse is strong. <laughs> mein Hund is schnell. My dog is slow. <laughs> Nein! Mein Hund is schnell! Mate, this is a first for us. A goalkeeper. What are we doing here? Our goal... Right, right first question. Are goalkeepers footballers? Yeah, you got to say they are. Or are they? Yeah, they are. Of course, they, they do are. different training. They d- they apply di- by abide by different rules. Are they footballers? Sweet, isn't it? Ben Foster was saying that, wasn't it? Like on his podcast, the, fo- the is it the podcast, uh, podcast. <laughs> well, I mean the crap cast because it's not as good as us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean the uh, uh, uh. yeah. But he was saying like you train on your own. You have yeah, different. Yeah. Like it's mad, isn't it? Yeah. Um. But yeah, look. It's our first goalkeeper, and guys, I'll be really honest with you. We're not sure how this is going to go. Yeah, I mean, we, to be honest, we've chatted for 35 minutes without talking about him. Yeah. Right, do you want to start us off, please? Papi? Right, let's start off. Obviously, for those of you that are new listeners, uh, we like to do this thing, uh, which we call Tale of the Tape, where we read out some of the most notable honours um, of the footballer's careers. So, yeah. um, one thing you can say about Oliver Kahn is that he had an incredibly successful career. Surely that's one all. No, they've not given oh it. Oh my god, they've not given it. There's got to be goal line technology at this level, surely. Sorry to interrupt. They've they, g- have they given it? No. Oh no, they're looking for a penalty. All oh, no, right. No, I don't okay. think there's. V- I don't think there's VAR in women's football at all. No, there's not. Um. So, Oliver Kahn. Oh, what a clearance! Yeah, it's an unbelievable. Clearance. What a clearance! Sorry, ladies and gents, we do have. Like I said earlier on in today's podcast, we do have. Uh, we do have the women's football on in the background. Um. Oliver Kahn, one thing you can say about him, whether you think he's a footballer or not because he's a goalkeeper, he had a fucking ridiculous career. Yeah, unbelievable career. Mate, um, obviously spent the lion's share of his career at FC Bayern München. Ooh, yeah. Um, So, <laughs> what was that? <laughs> <laughs> that, <laughs> was, that was a little bit sexier than Call I wanted to come out there, with. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you had a little bit of a tingle in the wingle then, didn't I you? Know, I did, did a little that? bit. I went a little bit. Um, so... 
Bundesliga champion. Are you ready for this? Yeah. You ready for this? 96, 97. Okay, one. Count them up, Josh. Count them up. 98, 99. Two. Again, 99, 2000. Three. 2000, 2001. Four. 2002, 2003. Five. 2004, 2005. Six. 2005, 2006. Seven. 2007, 2008. Eight. Eight Bundesliga's titles. Oh, das ist mein, das ist mein deutscher Fußballmeister. Like even, even in the Bundesliga, that's unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah, it's some, yeah, some going. Um, won the domestic cup. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six times. A one, a two, a three, a four, a five, <laughs> a six times. So I think he's won four domestic doubles, five domestic doubles. Um, Josh Q music. These are the champions. 2000 to 2001. Yeah, which we're going to talk about. We're going to talk a little bit about that because it was a, it was a nice final. Yeah, it was a nice final. Yeah, the Hundestag. And then for the Deutschland. Oh yeah. Yeah. Won the Euros '96. Euros '96. I didn't know he was in goal for that tournament. He wasn't in goal for that tournament. He was on the bench. He's on the bench. He's on the bench. Right. And he was on the goal. And he was on the bench. Confederations uh, Cup, third place. That's yeah, right. Um, he was. He was. He was in the squad, but he was on the bench. World Cup runner-up, two thousand two. Now that tournament, he was unbelievable. He was. I actually un- watched a few highlights. I actually watched a few highlights in that. He was unbelievable. Um, just a couple of the individuals. Yeah. I'd just like to give you. Okay. One best Bundesliga keeper, ninety four, ninety seven, ninety eight, ninety nine, two thousand, two thousand one, two thousand two. I think that's quality. What happened after that? What happened in like, 2004? Who's the best keeper in the Bundesliga in 2004? Do we start seeing... Uh, hold on. When did, when did Neuer start playing got, for Neuer Schalke? Ca- well, I, I think I, it's like 2007, 2008. Best Bundesliga keeper 2004. Um, best European keeper 99, 2000, 2001, 2002. Mate, I mean, that's unbelievable. Um, mate, he won man of the match in the final for the 2001 Champions League. Did he? He won man oh, of the match. Banging. Mate, uh, that was so sick. He's a goalkeeper, bro. It was... Um, it was, uh, th- this could be incorrect, but it looks like it was Timo Hildebrand. Oh, remember okay. Him? No, I don't remember Do him you remember, um, oh, what was the other one? Team Visa. Do you remember Tim yes, Visa? Yes, I remember him. Yeah, he's yeah, a wrestler yeah, yeah. now, isn't he? <laughs> is he? <laughs> yeah, he's no, a he's not. Yeah. <laughs> one thing I do want to just say, and then I'll, yeah. I'll end his tail of the tape here, because I actually think that you cannot understand how difficult it is for a goalkeeper to do this. Mate, yeah. he was third place in the Ballon d'Or yeah. two years in a row. 2001-2002. Yeah, nice. Mate, for a goalkeeper, it's unbelievable. Yeah, um, good. And he's in um, Pelé's FIFA 100. Yeah, of course he is. Yeah. He must, there can't be many goalkeepers in that list. No, I don't think there is. I don't think there is, because they have to be alive as well, don't they? Yeah. So there we go, mate. That's well, his tale well, well, of the well, Pelé's dead, so <laughs> well, they had to be alive at the time. I know yeah, oh Pelé's dead, very Pelé sadly. Can't, Pelé can't make that list from like beyond the crypt, I don't think. <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> The word crypt there. <laughs> Interesting word to use. Beyond the crypts. <laughs> so that's his, that, that, there is honours of his career. Yeah. I mean, right. Le, right le, what, what we usually do now is go, this season he did this. Boom, boom, this boom, season boom, he yeah. did this. He scored this many goals. And right. Well, I'll tell you how many goals he scored. Fucking none. He scored <laughs> zero <laughs> goals. Fucking useless. Which even for a goalkeeper is pretty poor return. I've scored no goals in the Bundesliga the same amount as Oliver <laughs> Kahn. <laughs> My niece is six. <laughs> No, she's not. She's <laughs> five. <laughs> she's even fucking younger than six. Then she's an under six player, and, and she scored, scored zero goals in the Bundesliga. So also, he started his career at right. I, I'm good. I'm not saying it. I want you to try and say it. How, who did he start? Who did he? Play oh, for? hold on. No, I practiced this the other day. <laughs> I practiced it the other day. Yeah. Um. 
is it Karlsruhe? <laughs> Karlsruhe. Yeah. <laughs> Karlsruhe. I don't know. I ain't got a clue. I don't know. That, that was a little bit. I, that sounded like I was saying Kazuya from fucking <laughs> Tekken. Kazuya. <laughs> 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 sorry. Karlsruhe. SSC. Spartan Club. Yeah. Spartan. You sounded northern then. Spartan Club. That fucking Cars Ruler Sporting Club bloody brilliant side in bloody Bundesliga. Bastards. <laughs> Bastard Bayern coming to Bayern, our fucking goalkeeper. So that's where he started his career, played 128 league games. Yeah. And then he went to Bayern. And then he went to Bayern. And Bayern. that's all that happened. Cheers for coming. Um, How many games did he play for Bayern? He played fucking loads for Bayern. In the league, he played 429 times for Bloody him. hell. How <laughs> many How many across the board? Loads more. <laughs> I haven't got the numbers in front right, of me. Right, I'll tell you what. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Let's do this then. Let's eat up some right, time. Right, bit question for you. Yeah. Okay. He played 103 times in the Champions League. Oh. How many clean sheets did he keep? 41. 41? Yeah. It's actually a really good guess. What is it? 33. <laughs> it's a shit guess, because it's miles <laughs> off it. <laughs> it's not that far I off was it. Hoping, I was hoping you like, 41, really good guess, 42. Yeah. In all of the Champions League goalkeepers that have played, he is number eight for the amount of clean sheets that he's Neuer's got more than him, hasn't he? Neuer's got got more than him. So Neuer overtook him in the Bundesliga as well. Yeah, I saw that. So, and that was quite recent. So yeah, who do you think is number one on that list? Who's better, Neuer or Kahn? No, 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 we'll come to that. Who, because I've got my my thoughts on feelings Uh, on Oliver Kahn. Edwin van der Sar. So you think Edwin van der Sar's kept the most clean sheets in Champions League history? It's going to be Van, it's van der Sar, Buffon or Casillas. I can confirm that it's one of those three. No, Van der Sar's, the one, van der Sar's got the one for the most minutes without conceding in the Premier League. The only reason I said Van der Sar's, no, he didn't really play. Buffon. No, wrong. Ike Casillas. 57 clean sheets. Ike How many Casillas. Buffon got? Uh, Gigi has got, he's second with 52. How many Van der Sar got? Uh, mate. To be fair, you got the top three there. Oh. Van der Sar, 51. Mate, that's not bad for me, that. Right, then who's fourth? We asked him. Can you give me one hint? Uh, how can I give him one hint? Um, Peter Schmeichel. No, it's not Peter Schmeichel. Um, I'll just give you the answer. It's Manuel Neuer. <laughs> <laughs> what a shit game. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. It's Manuel Neuer. <laughs> So yeah, Oliver Kahn has kept 33 clean sheets um, and that's across 103 games in Champions League. Are, are Bayern as good a club then as they are now? Probably not. I don't think they are, no. no. I don't, I don't think they, they were as dominant. They were good. They were obviously clearly very, very good. But um, as, as good as they are, because now, now they are they, they are within the top three squads in the world, I would say. What, Bayern Munich? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I was, saying this to, um, I was saying this to a friend of mine the other day. They're just, they're just all athletes. And they're all, and every position they have a very good player in. Mate, how good is Leon Goretzka? Mate, Goretzka and Kimmich is some too. Oh, it's ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And look at what they can bring off the bench. Oh, yeah. Um, they bought Mane, Sane. S- yeah, Leroy Sane. Darnay. Um, <laughs> Darnay. Chardonnay. <laughs> Serge Gnabry as well. Unbelievable. Serge Gnabry. Um, right, this is nothing to do with Oliver Kahn. Right. Right, let's, right, let's talk about the goalkeeper, Oliver Kahn. Now, you said to me earlier, uh, something I'm not going to repeat because I want you to say it at some point. What do you like about Oliver Kahn as a goalkeeper? Right. Oh, my God. Goal, come on. That's a pass back. Oh, my God. 
sorry, we're watching Bayern Munich at the moment for a bit of in, for yeah. a bit of inspiration. Bayern Munich women, but oh my god, how have Arsenal just not scored then? What do I like about Oliver Kahn as a goalkeeper? I'll tell you what I like about him, mate. If you said the word leader, I mean, and and not just not just the type of le- you know when you when you say yeah. leader. Right, people always think, oh, the people that screaming their heads off. He had that, obviously. Yeah, he definitely. Obviously, had he had that. He's fucking mental, yeah, which is also one of the reasons I love him. Yeah. Um, but like, just really, really good at holding people to account. Yeah. But also holding himself to account, like being really self-critical. Like you, mate. When he conceded goals, he used to go fucking ape shit. Yeah, and it'd all be anger. It'd be angry at players if things were shit, but a lot of it would be directed at himself, wouldn't it? Yeah, mate, you just see him like beating the shit out of the turf and just going yeah. fuck it, mate. He would go so ballistic about conceding a goal. Like Bayern Munich could be four 0 up and he concede, and he'd just be absolutely fuming with himself. Sometimes that's sometimes that can be a positive if it's managed in the right way. It's a positive, yeah. but I'd say I would honestly say ninety five percent of the time it's not. Like Joe Hart, for example, I think his his temper almost got too much for him, didn't it? Give me the fucking ball! <laughs> Hurry up, you ginger! <laughs> Do you remember that video? Yeah, yeah, I it's not him, it's Adam Bogdan. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Not in the same category. Hurry up, you ginger! So that's one thing I really love about him. Um, second thing I really, really love about him as well is actually, like, I don't. Th- I think a lot of people just gave him credit for being actually a good shot stopper, but mate, he was ridiculously good. Um, at, at being able to cover off and act in a defensive way as well. He's. Do you know what I find? Weird? He's not as tall as you. Th- I'm taller than him, mate. He's six foot. He's six foot one. He's six, yeah. He, no, he's six two. Lewis. Six two. Six sorry. Two. Oh, sorry. 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 sorry I'm just gonna put you up another one. Hundred eighty eight centimeters. I'm taller than him, and I thought I thought he was an yeah. absolute colossus. No, but that's the th- and that's the thing. Like he's so imposing as a yeah. figure. Like even as a, a slightly shorter goalkeeper, he's just so imposing and just being able to sort of. And that's what when I say act defensively, like it was almost like having another defender. I think the one thing that I that I got from him, and you picked up on it a little bit there, is how how much value is added to a squad when you look behind and you have a keeper that just has that aura, uh, mate. That has that has that has that controlling aura. Is it's like it feels like it's like worth his weight in gold because you sometimes you have great shot stoppers but don't have that aura. I still don't think I still think David de Gea is. I don't think David de Gea is the same level. No, no I, I well, pro- well, I probably do because because yeah, I yeah, do. yeah. But I don't even as great as David de Gea was. Even at David de Gea's greatest points, he didn't have that. And I don't know what that is, but the pure commanding power, I never thought he had. Whereas Khan, I can't think of someone who had it more. Well, I Schmeichel. think... Schmeichel. Well, I suppose that's biased us because... Yeah, no, but, Schme- but Schmeichel's, Sch- Schmeichel is such a similar goalkeeper, I think, to Oliver Khan. Yeah. Uh, in the sense that, mate, in, and it's not like... I keep going on about leadership. It's not about... It's like pure authoritarianism. It's it's just like this is how it yeah. needs to be, and it's not because like he wants to be a dick or whatever. It's, <laughs> it's because it, he's I fancy being a dick today. <laughs> exactly, and it's like Roy Keane used to say about Peter Michael. It's the same about Oliver Kahn and what people say about him. His standards were just so high, and if he didn't meet if he didn't meet the standards, then fuck off. Yeah, honestly, it's not yeah, good enough. Like, cheers. See you later. and the way right. like the way you hear like Oliver Kahn talk about Bayern, he's like it's Bayern Munich Football Club. Yeah, like this is where you come, where you where and you have, you have to, to be, be obsessed with, and winning. you have to be ready to be a winner. Yeah, um, and and if you don't have that attitude, if you're not ready to be a champion, if you're not ready to be a winner, you're not good enough. I also, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think you've hit everything on the nail on the head there. 
Um, a couple of other things I like to, a couple of the random things I liked about him, always beautiful goalie gloves. He had yes. lovely goalie gloves. The Adidas ones, they were always lovely. You know. He had lovely goalie gloves, didn't he? I think, and also, just... And shirts. What happened to goalkeepers tucking their shirts in? Oh, mate. But the thing is, is he'd have a triple XL shirt on tucked in, wouldn't he? Was he? His shirts were fucking huge. It was ridiculous. I used to be a goalie when I was younger. And I had a pair of Adidas gloves because I thought because Oliver Kahn wore them. Yeah. And I'd never even watched Oliver Kahn. I was like eight. But I yeah. knew we were all ten or whatever. But I knew he was because I saw it like you, you knew who you just knew who footballers were then. Yeah. And I had an Oliver Kahn shirt. I bought it from like a I bought it when I went to Hon Holiday to France. It was like seven euros, but it was an Adidas <laughs> shirt that had Oliver Kahn on the bottom. And I had the I had the Adidas gloves because I knew yeah. he was a big intimidating goalkeeper and was a big name. And I thought that that to me like that to me says the the standard of someone is because he's put among he's put among the greats. Kids, I I didn't watch the Bundesliga, but I would know who he is in the same sense that. Now, obviously, we get access to all the football in the world, but do you reckon like 10, 12 year olds will probably all be like, oh, I want to be Neymar or Mbappe? But they don't watch, they don't watch French football. No, like, of course they're not. They're not yeah, watching yeah, Mbappe. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was exactly. a goalkeeper and I thought, I want to be Oliver Kahn. And I'd never watch Bundesliga. And that's what the best goalkeepers in the world do. Yeah. And, and if you think about it, we sat here just a second ago just saying, oh, can we list, you know, who are the top 10 strikers? We couldn't name enough strikers. But actually, if you really think about it in world football, who would. There are only, I would say, six, maybe seven goalkeepers in the world at the moment that you would want at a top-performing football club. Realistically, who? Like who? Who would I want? Who would I want at my? At, at my like I think Thibaut Courtois is an unbelievable goalkeeper. Yeah. I think um, personally, I think. Well, this is the thing. I don't even know. Yeah, th- not black. Maybe. I I would yeah. Yeah, but, but are we going off? I mean, what are we? Because we don't watch him that often. But when we do see him, I'm always a bit like, "Wow!" Oblak's yeah. been shite for the last. Yeah, he's not been months. great. Yeah, but I think like Edison, Allison. Yeah, we watch them. I don't. I, I don't. De Gea is not the level of them. I think De Gea is no, just. I think, De Gea is I think below, he's brilliant, yeah. but he's not the level of them. Edison, Allison. I don't think Ramsdale's the level of them, and that's not a dig at Arsenal. I don't think he he could be in a couple of years, but I don't think he is yet. I think he's young, and I think he's had one good season. Edison, yeah. Allison. You probably put Neuer in there, but again, Neuer's on the decline. I feel like. Well, he's out Courtois, for the, rest of the season, isn't he? Yeah. Probably. Donnarumma. Maybe, but even him at the moment is not yeah, performing. Like, yeah. And and this is what I mean. So for someone like Oliver Kahn, like he put, he almost put goalkeeping on the map. Yeah. Which is like him and Gianluigi Buffon at that time. And because uh, well, see us a little bit later, but yeah, he could see us a little bit later, obviously with Madrid. Um, but. Like in two, th- it just goes to show in two thousand two that World Cup. Obviously, he had an unbelievable tournament. Yeah, how many people can name Brazil's goalkeeper? Dida. I know it's. You, I know me and you. I know actually don't know if yeah, it yeah. is Dida. I actually it, think it, it is Dida. It is Dida. Is it actually? Yeah, it was Dida. Dida yeah. To be fair, Dida was Dida was AC Milan's number one. Yeah, and he was good, but he wasn't the level of Oliver. No, Khan. no, no, no. Agreed, agreed, agreed. It, I'm double checking. Yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. Mm. It was Dida. Was it was a hundred percent. Yeah, oh. I, I remember it like yesterday. No, it wasn't. It was Ruggiero Senni. It was fucking Dida. It I'm was Ruggiero you know. Senni. Who's the goalkeeper of the 2002 World Cup? Ruggiero Senni. Who won the best goalkeeper of the 2002 World Cup? Oliver Kahn. Oliver Kahn. Yeah, 100%. Um, right. So, all of that aside, yeah. he's... One thing I found when I was watching him, and I don't know I, I don't know whether this is obviously because you, we, you, we, we do players who are... Who, uh, we like to watch 
and like Raquel May and like Rui Costa, etc. All players that are good to watch. He's not the aesthetically most pleasing goalkeeper. No. And I don't know how he isn't, but he's not. He's rough run. He he looks like he could turn up and be called Mad Dog for the fucking dog and duck on a Saturday. Do you know what I mean? Like, do you know what I mean? He he's he's one of the most talented goalkeepers in the world, but he, he's he's it's not a it's not a fashion show to him, is it? It's not refined at all. It, even yeah, the yeah, way yeah. he's saying, even the way his goalkeeping style mm. isn't isn't like. Do you know where Casillas, I think that comes from? Casillas, Buffon. I don't know how they do it, but Buffon makes it look so good. Style, isn't it? Yeah, there's no style to him. It's substance. Do you know what style. I think it is though? Do you know what I think it is? His big and fucking shirt doesn't help him. His <laughs> big and his it, fucking stupid hair doesn't it, help him either. It, Jesus, his size fourteen coppers don't help him. He. Do you know who he reminds me of? Okay, so. It is because he doesn't care what he looks like. It's pure efficiency. Yeah. And shall I tell you who else is exactly the same? Another German player. Who? Mate, Thomas Müller. Yeah, pure German efficiency. Mate, it is just what efficiency. Is, what, is, what is Müller's best attribute? No one could tell you. No, no one, one could tell, tell you. you. Like, but he starts every game for Bayern Munich. And because he's fucking class. Mate, he's so good. Thomas Müller just does the right thing every time. And that's what Oliver Kahn did. Yeah. Except when he lost his head. Obviously. Right. So we're like, he's yeah, he's class. The the hat, the big hat as well, the big stupid the fucking hat. hat was ridiculous. But that's and that's I've spoken about it a lot on the podcast, and you know this about me as well. What I really love about footballers is when they just do the basics of their job to a really really high level, like a really high standard. Yeah, um, right, I really 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 need a piss. Oh for. Fuck's really, sake. Really Can we pause? It, Literally please? ridiculous. Sorry. Right, we'll be back in a sec. Best teams, the big teams in like four different languages. Nice. That is, they are the words. Nice. So if you don't know the words, you know you know the words. Oliver Kahn, um, it goes to a penalty shootout. Um, uh, Valencia. No, Villarreal. No, Valencia. 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 Um, of course. Goes to a penalty shootout. Oliver Kahn saves three penalties on the bounce. Man of the match. Man Cheers. of the match. Bang, done and dusted. Um, obviously, distraught. Santiago Canazares. Santiago Canazares, absolutely distraught, whose mother had died recently. Yeah. Falls to his knees on the pitch as he lets in the, the, the winning penalty. Who took the winning penalty? Do you remember? Oh, good question. Uh, keep talking. Um, <laughs> falls, falls to his knees um, as he concedes the, the winning penalty. And just absolutely is inconsolable in tears. And rather than go over with his teammates and celebrate with the fans, Oliver Kahn goes over to Santiago Canazares and and offers his support and tries to pick him up. Yeah, gives him a big hug and stuff, doesn't he? Gives him a cuddle. It's so it's so because his first time buying winning in twenty five years, I think it yes. is. They'd yeah. obviously like two years previously he had lost to United in the final. Yeah. Valencia had actually lost the previous final as yeah. well. And it's just such a that's such a moment of him being a, a proper sport. That is like proper sportsman. Yeah, it but is. You know though. what I mean? But it is proper sportsman. And proper sportsmanship. And obviously, he's not someone you would expect it of because obviously he's got this. He's got this reputation of being this big fucking bad, big angry, badass. Yeah. <laughs> Dog the bounty hunter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, my my mic's gone. No, again. you're all right, mate. You're all right. Don't panic. Dog. The big bad dog. Are you sure? Oh, there it no, is. you're back. It just went weird. Dog. Sorry. And so I think that kind of shows that kind of shows me that a character of a person isn't it like it's it's the biggest moment in in that club's in, in that club's history in that 25 yeah. years they've not won it and rather than go and yeah. celebrate with his teammates that's his first thought as it has it uh, no no you th- it just looks like I'm really quiet sorry no no you're um, there, so 
the other thing, which is I, I'm, I'm actually going to dispel a myth, right? But I'm going to the, tell something that's true and I'm going to dispel a myth. Oliver Kahn hosts a day for charity where nine-year-olds can take penalties against him, right? And for every penalty scored, he donates money to charity, right? Nine-year-olds, hundreds of them take, you can't be any older than nine, take penalties. How many does he concede? But I don't know this story, but part of me says not one. Yeah, he does it because he knows he <laughs> saves every single fuck. <laughs> he, sa- he saves. <laughs> I think that's he absolutely saves, he brilliant. Saves, he saves every single fucking one, right? <laughs> right. And the story, and, and, that, and that's, that's, that's where, when I see that pop up on like social media stuff, that's where the story ends. But he also, he also afterwards donates <laughs> money out of his own pocket to charity. Yeah, so he, he, he I love that. He does. He doesn't. That's the competitive side. Never thinks, oh, what a dickhead. But he actually did donate money to charity afterwards. He's taught those kids a valuable lesson. Yeah, which is Life don't give you nothing. Mate. Life gives you nothing, and also you went fucking scoring past me. Oh, oh, oh. Sorry. And if and if you come up against Oliver Kahn in life, yeah. you're not going <laughs> to score a goal. You ain't fucking scoring. But well, I'll tell you what, Oliver Kahn. Oliver Kahn might have been not letting goals on the pitch, oh, but off the pitch he was letting himself so. go. He, um, he had a very public affair as well, which we, don't condone, affair. which we don't condone. We no. don't condone. Public affair. Uh, now he's got a new wife. But... <laughs> the other, so, um, I know he's got a new wife. So no, he's got a new wife now, yeah. Um, and... Oh, you've got a square. Is that... No, he's, oh, she's, no. she's got a square out there. Um, and... Anyway, so a couple of my other th- a couple of other things is we spoke a little bit about his anger and his temperament earlier, right? Mm-hmm. He <laughs> that story about the about the nine year olds for charity he is brilliant. <laughs> he once played a game against Bayer Leverkusen, right? He once <laughs> he once this player came in with his foot in a little bit high to get the ball as he's coming out to collect it, right? And he turned around and grabbed him like he was gonna like you fucking him like a ragdoll. And this is no I've seen joke. The footage, this is yeah, no yeah. joke, right? His name was Badarich or Badarich or something like that. He genuinely said the words, I feared for my life when he grabbed <laughs> me, right? And him and Khan got in, both got interviewed after the game and Khan goes, does he really need to say these things? It is a man's game. <laughs> <laughs> he also, he also, Closer did a similar thing as well, went up for a challenge with him. Closer, he... He grabbed closer and p- picked his nose more or less by the club. He's grabbed him by the nose. <laughs> he's got his big fucking. He's got his finger saved stuck up his nostrils, fucking grabbing his nose. <laughs> and he also had a game against Borussia Dortmund. So obviously this is him losing his head a little bit. He tried to fight. I can't remember who it was, but he tried to fight one of his own. Of course, up until once. this point, he's maintained his composure. Yeah, he's absolutely <laughs> fine. Yeah, yeah. He's trying to fight all these fucking players, right? And against Borussia Dortmund, right, in the same game, he flying kicks. The ball comes out of the box. He jumps out and tries to flying kick him. I remember seeing that, yeah. yeah. But he does also say, I was always going to move my foot out of the way, but just as a bit of an intimidation thing. He goes to, like, flying kick him. And in the same game, while he's having an argument with a different striker against Borussia Dortmund, which is obviously a massive game in Germany, he bites him. <laughs> he fucking fucking bites. animal. Only a nibble. Honestly. Bite not like a full-on, like, chomp, but like a little nibble, like, as a, like a peck. Mate, doing it before Suarez he didn't made get, it cool. He didn't yeah, get yeah. with him. He pecked him. Put it that way. Mate, that, that's nuts. I it? love him. I think anyway. he's absolutely... I, I said to you before this podcast started, and I'm going to say it, all right? I said to... I honestly think... I honestly think he is up there as one of the greatest goalkeepers of all time. It, I think he could be the greatest goalkeeper oh, of all time. Right, This is where we're going to... No, I really can, mean can that. I give you, can I give you one more fucking classic? <laughs> Go one on, more then. One fucking classic, right? He was playing. He was playing a game. I can't remember who the game was against. So I forgot to write it down. But he's playing a game. Bayern lucid three two. Right? Yeah. Comes up for a corner. Comes up from a corner, right? Yeah. Jumps. Yeah. 
does it with the header. Of course not. Punches it. Jumps and punches <laughs> it. Like, literally jumps. <laughs> wa- wall- like, literally full on wallops it in. Right? <laughs> right. Gets sent off. <laughs> Gets sent off so misses the game afterwards, right? And literally, he gets it afterwards. He says, what did you do? And he said, I thought the goalkeeper was allowed to use their hand in the box. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking idiot. He also, just as it, he did say 2002, after the World Cup, he had a real low. Personal issues had a real low. But other, really? than, that, other than that, super consistent. Mate, well, that's the thing. Like He's one of those players. Um, Roy Keane always said it about Dennis Irwin. He always said, with Dennis, you knew what you were going to get. And it was always going to be at least a minimum 7 out of 10. Like, he did not have a game where he wasn't at least a 7 out of yeah, 10 or above. Keeper. Like, so, mate, I just think he's so good. And I, I honestly think in that debate of, like, greatest goalkeepers ever, I think he's so fucking overlooked. For what reason? Yeah. Like, for what re- Like, realistically... Uh, I think he's he very good. I think he's very good. I think he's within the debate. I don't think he's the greatest. Who's a better goalkeeper than him? I'd have Schmeichel over him. You reckon? Yeah, I'd have Czech over him. We're not talking about Czech. I would have had when Czech, Czech Chelsea Czech. I would have had Chelsea when that over that the stint. This he was very good. I he would have was Czech very. Good. Him. I would have. Yeah. Anyway, that's I'm not anyway. sure I would. Anyway, right. Just just one I, question. By the one way, I have, by the way, I haven't written any questions. I'm just gonna let you know. I thought you said you had loads of questions for me. No. <laughs> All right. I've got a question for you then. All right. We spoke about we spoke about his clean sheets in um we spoke about his clean sheets in Europe. How many clean sheets? He's he's second overall clean sheets in. The Bundesliga. Yeah. He played 557 games um, in the Bundesliga. He, yes, oh, um, yes, he played for Carlos Karlsru- Karlsruhe yeah. as well before. F- yeah, 557 games in the Bundesliga. How many clean sheets? 200. Yeah. 60. Yeah. Six. Mate, are you serious? Yeah. What is it? Yeah, you're 42 away, mate. That's <laughs> <fucking shit>. <laughs> <laughs> you gave me the eyes. I was like, oh. oh. <laughs> 204. <laughs> oh, that's shit. He's cracked. Yeah, 204. Uh, a clean sheet percentage of 36.6%. Obviously, Manuel, mate, Manuel Neuer's clean sheet percentage is 45.6. Nearly half the games he played. Right. Here's my, my one question is, is Neuer better than Khan? I think he is. Very different keepers. Um, I think Neuer, Neuer, Neuer added a different element to the game, which I don't think is always positive, to be fair, like the sweeper-keeper thing. I, I, I don't think it's as, it is obviously effective. But Mate, if you're as good at it as he is, then the, it's effective. It's a percentage game, isn't it? Because it's going to cost you, it'll cost you two, three goals a season, but how many does it save? If I was building my perfect team that was managed by me and all the things that I hold, that I value in players... would it? Wait, 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 wait. Would it be in a Spurs kit for 500 grand a week or an Arsenal kit for 100 grand a week? Mate... I'm talking about managing here. <laughs> I'm not talking about playing. I'm not talking about securing the future of, of my family. Um, I'm talking about managing, which obviously there's a little bit more longevity in. Yeah. Um, and if it's if if I'm building a team around the ethos that I want to manage a team in, mate, Oliver Kahn for me every day. What you take? What you're taking? Mate, so you're taking Kahn over Neuer. Yeah, hundred percent. You want that guy in your dressing room. If you want to, if you want to build a team of champions and you want to build a team that is go- that is going to go and and win everything. That's who you want in your dressing room, All right? Hundred percent. Right. right. Let's. So I, I've just decided no questions <laughs> because I didn't. I didn't really want to because they're usually about goal scoring records and stuff like that. I don't want to talk about that. So let's just go for. I don't think he'd ever leave Bayern Munich for one. Let's just make that clear, right? So mm-hmm. let's say. Let's say he's. Let's say just of a market value of him. Yep. Just after the 20, 2002 World Cup, I know he had. A, he said he had a shit season afterwards, but yeah, after that World Cup. 
if someone was to prize him away from him, I don't actually think, I genuinely don't think we should do a club. Because no, I we won't do a club. We won't do a club. But where, how much would he be worth? Do you know what? It's interesting you mention this because I just want to bring it back to your earlier point of um, the idea of style. And I think because yeah. he's not stylish and because he doesn't, because he doesn't, um, He's not marketable, is he? Like no. you would, you would. Well, he did. Well, he had Adidas collaborations. Yeah, he, I had a shirt. Yeah, but well, but, not, but I agree, he's not marketable. But like, mate, I honestly, I honestly don't think in today's market he he's going to go for much over sort of like forty or forty or million. Really? Yeah, I honestly don't. Yeah. All right. I would have said sixty-seven would have been mine. I think he's. I think he's still good. You enough reckon? That, yeah. I think just the. But I could see him flopping. I don't know why. I could see him go to Barcelona for six, seven million and flopping. I know he's in the never, football's... Yeah, no, I know, I know. But he's it's, not going to flop. I, no, no, I know. I don't know. Anyway. I was so passionate about it. As you see, I was, I was just turned around. He is not going to flop. He's not going to flop, Josh. Like a young man on Viagra, he's never flopping. Mate, he'll be there. He's Mate. got the floppy jalopies. Like we said. On the scopty-bopties. Lopty-bop. Mate, that escalated so much, <laughs> you just didn't stop. scopty bop lopty <laughs> what the fuck is that? He's always going to be at least a seven out of ten, I reckon. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how would you? You're the king of describing haircuts. Like we've had some classics <laughs> on here, like a six all over. <laughs> how are you going to describe his barnet? A six all over does me in eight quid. <laughs> Eight quid, and he's <laughs> been and he's been going to the same barber. He's been going to the. In fact, no, he's been going to the same hairdresser since he was seven. And it's his and it's and it's his mum's mate who does it who does it for cheap. But because she was used to be a hair, she used to be a bar. She used to work in a barber shop <laughs> six years ago when she started cutting. No, when she started cutting hair, she retired. She's now seventy eight, seventy nine, and still cutting his hair. Mate, you could have left that at eight quid. And it was eight, spot on. Eight quid. <laughs> eight quid. <laughs> Michael Richards says he gets a haircut every two weeks, two hundred quid. Oh, he's fuck eight quid. Off. He's eight quid haircut. Eight quid. Yeah, eight quid. <laughs> that's, central, that's, a, that's central London eight quid. That is absolutely spot on. Right, we've spoken for fucking ages. We have, should we yeah, wrap it up? We actually said we were going to keep this one. We said we we're going to keep it short. I'm glad we didn't actually. Well, he's, I'm going to keep it short. Going to keep it sweet, lads. Uh, he's a really interesting character. I've actually really enjoyed talking about it. Yeah, him. same. I've loved it so much with all my heart. Um, right, ladies and gents, I think that just about wraps up the show. So thank you very yeah, much for listening. Yeah. And, um, less, be less. I was just about to say Josh made it to the end without going to the toilet but yeah but I released the basilisk <laughs> out the way through I opened the chamber of secrets <laughs> right anyway we love you all so much thank you if you got to this point if you got to this point just know that I love you with all my heart what and I don't yeah brilliant I don't <laughs> I don't I don't love you at all ooh alright Mr No Emotions yeah. well I just I don't know them emotions are lame no they're not I, I actually I value emotions <laughs> good <laughs> right love you love you love you love you love you love you see you later have a great day hope you enjoyed your day <laughs> I, right ladies and gents if you haven't done so already please follow us on, uh, please follow please follow us on our social media accounts at matehgw on instagram and on twitter send us through some suggestions who do you want us to talk about you know um, we love to hear from you we like to hear your suggestions we like to hear your feedback as well I'm so also gonna I'm also gonna sorry just on this I'm gonna run a poll on the who's a bigger flop run a poll on Ravel Morrison, Deli Alley, and also is Robin Van Persie a top ten striker? Yeah, get get your get your yeah. opinions in on the poll. We love we love to hear from you. Um, well, and Carnal Neuer as well. Sorry, I'm just just what I'm thinking. Carnal Neuer. I uh, I thought that was just a, I thought you just seriously mispronounced Manco Carnu there. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
<laughs> no. <laughs> no. Right, ladies and gents, thank you so much. We love you all. God bless. Love to your families. Iglibidic.